we did a couple of these lines, but like we say, Chazar never heard. So we'll start again. This is really like just start right away. Eli, you think you're in my mind, it's Sunday night. So. Oh, really? Wait, you're but it's Monday. Okay, so we'll start from Mendal and Aleph. Mendal and Aleph, about uh, seven, eight lines from the top. Omalei Abaye Lurab. Abaye told Rab, Maishna Lulav. Why is Lulav different? That we make seven-day commemoration of the Beis HaMikdash, which means here in Baltimore, we really only have one day Chiyuv to do Lulav, the first day of it, okay? You want to call second day second day, that's really the first day. And then that's it. But we commemorate what they did in the Beis HaMikdash for seven whole days. And when it comes to Aravim, same thing. They did our Rav every single day of Sukkot in the Beis HaMikdash, and yet we only do our Rav one day here in Baltimore. So ask the Gemara, why is that? Why is it different? We do seven days of Sukkot. Why by Rav do we not do a Sukkot, which means... We're, it's, it's inconsistent. We found it necessary to mimic what they did in the Beis HaMikdash, yet we found it sufficient to do it one day. Whereas by Lulav, we wanted to imitate what they did in the Beis HaMikdash, so we did it for seven days. What's the difference? Says the Gemara, Amalei, so we tried answering, Since you pick up the Lulav anyway, and the lulav has in it aravis, so you basically kill two birds with one stone, and your yoyd say your yoyd say arava with your lulav, so you are doing shiva zechel amigdash. Amalei ahu mishum lulav who dekavedle. No, stop it. We that arava doesn't count. That arava is. The lulav arava, and you're not being yaitze any other arava with it. You're not being yaitze the real arava with it. Oh, so you're going to tell me you do it twice? You lift it twice, pick it up once for lulav, and then another time for arava. Says not true. We see people every day, we do not do this. So there's two pshatim and rishainim. Standard shot is, I looked around Shul, and everyone just picks up to Lulav once. The other shot is, not true. On Hashanah Rabbah, when we want to do Arava, do you see anyone picking up their Lulav to do Arava? No, when you want to do Arava, someone of the Rishanim says this, when you want to do Arava, you pick up an Arava by itself. So don't tell me this, oh, you really say the Lulav with, with Arava and the Lulav by picking it up again. Not true. When you want to be say Arava, you know how to be say Arava. You pick up an Arava <coughs> special. So either shot is, on your standard day of Sukkot, you're not picking up the Lulav to be say Arava. Says the Gemara, 
Amar of Zvid, Mishmei de Rava, Lulav, Dei Raisa, Avdina Shiva Zechel Amigdash. So says the Gemara, well, the difference is as follows. Lulav, which is Dei Raisa, at least in Beis Amigdash it was Dei Raisa, Avdina Zechel Amigdash. We do it all seven days Zechel Amigdash. Arava, Durabanan, Arava, which in the Beis Amigdash was only Durabanan, Arava, which in the base Hamigdash was only Durabanon, we don't make a Shiva Zechel Hamigdash. Now, if this answer were true, it's a great answer. It's a great answer. Because it's saying very simple. Lula in the base Hamigdash was Daraisa, so we imitate it here in Chutzaret. Arava in the base Hamigdash was never Daraisa, so we do not imitate it. Says the Gemara. We've been discussing this on and off since the beginning of the parak. It's very likely that Lulav in the Beis Hamikdash was Daraisa, so that Teretz is just wrong. Says the Gemara Laman, who are you, you saying? Mean was Daraisa? Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. So who are you saying that in? Ilim Abishol. If you're talking in Abishol, you're wrong. Ha'amar Arve Nochal. Siv. It says. Arve, plural, two Arve. Now, I'm not uh, such a dictic expert, but if it wanted to say two of one, it wouldn't say Arve, it would say, it would say so much like Aravais. It would say plural of one. Arve is two different Aravis. It's Arava two times. So since the Tyra says Arve, there are two different kinds of Aravis. And this is to tell me that there's one Aravis in your Lulav, and there's one Aravis that's a mitzvah of Aravis, and this is a Pasuk in the Torah. So Aravis is Daraisa. So how could you tell me that the reason we do not do Aravis for seven days here in Baltimore is because it's not Daraisa in the Beis Hamikdash? You're wrong. According to Abishol, it is. And Ilar Abana and beside, you said it's Durabanan. No one thinks that. It's for sure not Durabanan. If it's not Dairaisa, it's at least the Halacha Lamashim Sinai. Even Durabanan that argue on Abishol and say that it's not a straight out Pusik, even Durabanan concede that it still is a Halacha Lamashim Sinai. So you dismissed making. A zecher la'arava shiva. You dismissed doing arava for seven days here in Chutzlaretz because it's drabonan in the Migdash. Well, that's flat out wrong. Absolutely no one believes that. Abishol is of the opinion that it's a straight out Pasik, two, two kinds of aravas. Aravas Yululav and real aravas. Aravas for real. So that's Mamasha Pasik. If you want to reject Abishol, go to Chachamim. Well, even they hold it's not Durabanan, like you rejected it. Even they hold it's a Halach Lameshim Sinai. So that tarot simply doesn't hold. How do we know it's Halach Lameshim Sinai? The Amr of Asi, Amr of Yoichanim, Mishim Lechunya Ish Bekas Beis Chersen, Eser Netias, the Halach of Eser Netias. So we explained when we had this Gemara in the third parak, the Halach of Eser Netias is as follows. The Lach of Esther is that in Shemitah, 
You're, of course, not allowed to farm from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah. Just like, just like Taisva Shabbos, which is the seventh day, there's a concept of Taisva Shabbos, which means you're not allowed to start Shabbos exactly on time. You have to add on a couple minutes before Shabbos. You have to add on a couple minutes after Shabbos. The same is true with Shemitah. So Shemitah also has a concept of Taisva Shabbos. Now, how much? Standard Taisvis Shemitah is, depending on the type of field, let's just call it from Shavuos, the year before. From Shavuos, the year before, you're not allowed to farm. If you have a field of young trees, you're allowed to prune around the tree all the way till Rosh Hashanah. All the way up to Rosh Hashanah, if you have a young tree, you're able to prune around the tree, to plow around the tree for the safekeeping of the tree, all the way up to Rosh Hashanah. There's no, there's no taisa Shemitah on a young tree, meaning this is not permitting farming during Shemitah. This is simply taking away the taisa Shemitah on young trees. Now, if a field is entirely a field of young trees, then the entire field becomes permitted to plow during Taisvis Shemitah because of the trees on the field. How dense or not dense is this field allowed to be planted with trees that will enable you just to plow the whole field because of the trees? Which means if you have one tree here and one tree on Smith Avenue, you can't plow the whole thing in between just because you have two trees. That's below you're plowing a field instead. But if they're planted 10 saplings within one saw, that is a pretty even ratio, which the whole field is basically a young tree field. And that ratio of 10 trees, 10 saplings, allows you to plow this entire field in Taisvis Shemitah. That's what this halach HaMesh And How do we know this? It's halach HaMesh You won't find this anywhere in the Torah, and there's no logic to it. This is the halach HaMesh called Eser Natias, that allows... saplings, or just enough to have one of those distances, and then you have from here to, to Smith Avenue? No, they have to be um, in 10 saplings... Repeated. With, no, oh yeah, of course, and you could, yeah, you could keep going, but like per sub. You know, it's like, you know, like zoning is like three houses per acre. Right. You know, like, it's like the, the trees are zoned 10 okay. trees per saw, then, then you're allowed. No, if, if you have the zoning, you want to build three townhouses in a huge backyard, that's your business. But the same thing here. But the zoning has to be the same, the ratio. Um, that's one Allah HaMesh Messianai. Arova, which is what we're discussing now. And Nisa Hamayim. And the halacha that we started discussing, we're going to get more into in the fifth parak, that instead, in addition to pouring wine on the mizbeach with the carbon shel, tamit shel shachar of sukkahs, they also poured water on the mizbeach in another bowl on the mizbeach. They poured water. If you look in the entire Torah beginning to end, you will not find this anywhere in the Torah explicitly. Therefore, it's a halacha l'meshemesina. That's the second halacha l'meshemesina. The third halacha Bottom line is, you're wrong. You told me the reason why. Here, in the Chotzar, we do not 
commemorate Arava for seven days is because Arava in the base of Mikdash is Durabonan. Well, you're flat out wrong. Either you're mamish wrong, it's the right of mamish, or at the very least, the Talacha Mishmisinai, which doesn't really satisfy me. Why don't I do a commemoration like we do of Lulav for seven days? Why don't I do that here? Elo Amr Bzvid, Cesar Bzvid, Mishmei Durava. Lulav de Isle Iker Minhatayur Bigvulim. We come back to this dance. Lulav, which forget what was in the base Hamigdash. Here in Chutzlars, there is a source for Lulav being Dairaisa. Here in Chutzlars, Lulav is Dairaisa at least one day. That raises the entire level of Lulav here in Chutzlaretz, that therefore I want to make a commemoration for the Beis HaMikdash. Lulav de Islay Iker Menat Taira Begvulim Avdino Le Shivazeich HaMikdash. I make Shivazeich HaMikdash. Arava, but Arava, the Leslay Iker Menat Taira Begvulim, that you're right, in the Beis HaMikdash may have been Dairaisa. But here in Chutzlaretz, there's absolutely no source Dairaisa or even Al-Hamr of any Arava, I don't even need to make a commemoration for seven days. I need to make a commemoration for one day. That is, that is the Gemara. The Ritva, the Ritva, it's not Al-Hamr Shemesinah. In Bigvulin? Yeah. Bigvulin, it's not Al-Hamr So the Ritva explains Mamish beautifully, logically. Says the Ritva, of course you have to make a Shiva Zecher Lamigdash here in Chutzarts because of what the Gemara says. Like this. What am I supposed to do here in Baltimore about Lulav? I want to make a commemoration based on Mikdash. I make a commemoration everywhere. I make a commemoration for Arava, but let's take Lulav first. I have to make a commemoration for Lulav for the base of Mikdash. When do you want me to do it? First day I can't do it, I have to do it Darais. So, in order to make any commemoration, it's got to be another day besides the first day. Well, so I'm up to two. So then, if it's not one, I may as well just do all seven, because like, one and one? Why would I do two random days? Once I need to make a commemoration, and I can't just do it one day, because one day I'm going to do it there, right, sir? So the fact that one day it's Dairaisa, plus I want to make a commemoration, automatically bumps it to every day. Because like we've seen in the past, it's either one day, either the first or the last, or all. So once I can't do one, I need to make a commemoration, so of course I have to do all. That's what the Gemara means. Lulav, the Isle Iker Menhatayr Begvulin, that I have to do Lulav one day anyway, Menhatayr, here in Baltimore, so the only way to make a commemoration would be to make it for seven days. Why not, Why not do the last day? Because anyway, so then it's one and one and stop in the middle? Because once we're making it two days, you may as well make it seven days. Because there's no, there's no, there's no okay, point. Exactly, you're saying you have to do day two, so it makes sense three, four, five, six, seven. But don't do day two. Do day one and day seven. Because once we're doing anyway two days, so you may as well have straight rather than do it and drop it and pick it up again, just do it for seven days. It's either one day or seven days. One, one or all. 
you go from one commemoration to the commemorating what they did in the base of Mikdash, which means there's two ways to commemorate something. Make a token or do what they did. Well, I can't make a token because I do it once, it's Teresa. So I have to do it a second time. So then the way I'm going to commemorate it is by doing it for all seven days. Whereas, by Arava, I'm totally free. I don't have to do Arava here in America at all. I don't have to. It's not their rice. Oh, so you want me to commemorate the base of Mikdash? I'll do it with one day. There's no reason to bump it up past one. So says Dorito, that's what the Gemara means. That Lulav, which is the here in America one day anyway. So I have one day I have to do. Then I want to make a commemoration of what they did in the base of Mikdash, so I've got to add another day. Once I've got to add another day, I may as well do it seven. That's the use throughout, or just in I mean, if you have this set of circumstances, it'll be throughout. But this, you know, pretty unique to hear. Arava, which I only have to do it once. Fine, you can make a zechel mikdash by doing it once. Your example of Baltimore, you could have said name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Gvul is gvul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm? <laughs> Super Spring, Super Spring actually is the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> they not even being included. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, um, B'nai Brak and even Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is Gvul also. Yeah. Even the old city, except for like the Rambam. Yeah. Yeah. Even, even the real old city, except like the Rambam, is Gvul. Rambam held for Lulav, it's every day. It's not a curiosity, so right now, if you live in the old city, which, what's different now if you live in the old city? If you, the Rambam would tell, would tell you, now again, you know, um, the tour guy told you that the old city is not the old city. Right. But whatever the old city is, Whatever Yerushalayim is, the Ramam holds Lulav is Shiva Daraisa in Yerushalayim. So whatever Yerushalayim is, you can be Yaitse Lulav Daraisa by. So that's why a lot of people go to the Kaisal, because that, that plaza for sure was, you know, they have like the archaeological ditch from first place of English right there. That was for sure Yerushalayim. No, so, they probably was also. Even though it's not. They have the real. They, they have now. They have now, if you walk, they have the real wall of the right. old city, which like, I'm like horrible with directions, so I can't even describe it. But they, you can right. go now and stand above it, and you'll see like this wall below you, which... When you take a tour of Ir David, they tell you that, yeah, that, right. that, it, that the base of Middash was a top, and everything went down to Ir David, nothing to... Nothing. Right. To where the old city is now. Right. Yeah. right. But even in where the old city is now, they have like the stables from Roman times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, you that. can take a tunnel underneath yeah, yeah. the parking lot that used to be over there by the Ir David, and he goes underneath the street. Yeah. And that was the street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they have like stalls, you see what a chanus was. Yeah. You see what, yeah, you see a lot of things from Erevin in that, that place. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> okay, fine. End of that. End of that. Didn't Rabbi Yechonon say it's Menachayra over here? Arava, or that's only um, in the Mikdash? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's more than that's more than Allah Chalmashim Sinai, or that's the same? That was Rabbi Yechonon. Yeah, isn't it? We're going to ask that steer later. I'm Rabbi Yechonon to the Farsh Menachayra, and then here he says, I'm Arava, I'm Rabbi Yechonon. Yeah, Menachayra could mean Allah Chalmashim Sinai, which is part of the Kasha we're asking here. We're asking, you're telling me it's the Rabbani, it's even in Rabbi Yechonon, you're wrong. But the Tarot says, Halachim from Sinai is, I'll tell you the Tarot, it's not the Rabbana. Okay. But I think we're going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to ask that. 
Yes. Warren's going to ask them. Okay. Let's do one more little Gemara, then we'll move on to Agar. Omar Reish Lakish. You know what? Do Agar without doing another Gemara. This whole ball wax. Yeah, it's time to relieve you having a fifth grade class right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like a big victory when we got requested not to say I'm with a comma like in Santa Sarva Davis today. Tell us the story. Um, um, it's like this. Just uh, start tonight with like a life the shtickle. Like, oh, no. It's nicht gebracht. It's leicht. Then we'll get like progressively heavier. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not <laughs> Um, That's an excuse. So, the um, there's a line in the Haggadah that says, "Afil kulanu chachamim kulanu muvainim kulanu gerem satayra mitzvah leinu lasaper." Call this a line. And you know we've said this like everything else in Haggadah a million times. Even if we were all chacham, we're all muvainim, and we all yoydim satayra, which means we wouldn't discover any new information. We know it all. It would still be a mitzvah, l'saper, b'yitzias mitzrayim, kol eisei alayla. Very good, very good. Beside Chazar, it's a difference in Sipra and Chazar. So what are we doing? Why are we doing that? Like, what's this, an exercise in futility? So I saw a marshal from the Kotzker, that will uh, update a little for the 21st century. If you woke up one morning and you were like uh, on your app checking your bank account and you saw that someone transferred in a million dollars and you like look a little little deeper, it's not that email you got from your friend in Nigeria that wants to give you a million dollars, but you Madison got a million dollars and you look a little deeper and, and you see, you're not going to find out who this is. It's a numbered account in Switzerland. But someone put in a million dollars. Now, you are not going to know who this person is. You would be thinking about this for I don't know how long, constantly. Who could it be? Why is it? Who wanted to be made of to me a million dollars and did it to me like that? And you're not going to find out the answer. You're not going to find out the answer, but you're going to revel in it. You're going to live in it. You're going to experience it. You're going to, you're going to really, really, really think about it the entire time. You really that, not enjoy your million dollars. <laughs> as soon as you find that it's not a scam, you're good. That is what's going on at the Seder. The Seder is not to discover and uncover and discuss new information. That's not the feeling that you're supposed to impart at the Seder, and that's not the goal of the Seder. The goal of the Seder is not learning. It's not to learn new information. It's to bask in a matzav. It's to revel in an experience. 
that just like this guy, when he sees the money, he's not, he knows it's a numbered account in the kingdoms. He's not going to find out who gave it to him. But that doesn't stop him from thinking about it all day long. That's what you're trying to replicate at the Seder. You're trying to relive that we have a Rebbein who took care of us, Bashkacha Pratis, took care of our needs, was actively involved in our lives in such a way that we're taken care of. And we just want to bask in that feeling. And that's the goal of the Seder. And that's what it means. In fact, Ramesha Feinstein says this. Ramesha explains, we have the She'eni Yedei Elisho. So, I don't know about you, but my kids ask me questions all the time I can't answer. You know, I told someone, my, um, one of my older kids uh, like, had a bunch of used scratch-offs in the house. And my five-year-old found this scratch-off and he said, I'm back a dollar. She says, Tati, is this worth any money? I said, no, it's not worth any money. She says, like, but could the government make it worth money again? Like, I don't know. Like, so my kids, I, I can't answer these questions. Like, it'll take me 20 years to explain it to them. So here, you have a gay day, Alisha, and you can't give him an answer. And the Haggadah wants you to give an answer to an any gay day, Alisha? I mean, what on earth does the Haggadah want from you? It's hard enough to answer a Yedea Lishel. The Haggadah wants you. The kid is too uninterested and incapable of asking on his own. Come here. He wasn't even curious enough, old enough, observing, observant enough to ask. And the terror wants you to educate him? And the Torah wants you to tell him? The answer is the same thing. The Haggadah is not information. The Haggadah is about painting a picture. And yes, a kid that didn't ask, you can paint a picture that interests him enough, that leaves him with an impression that something special happened that caused this whole matzah and caused us to sit at the Seder and, and just tell stories, there's something here, and that, that matzah, that reveling in it, that basking in it, is something that you can communicate to a she'eni yedei elisho. And that's, once again, what the, ter- what the Haggadah wants from you. The Haggadah doesn't want you to say information at the Haggadah. The Haggadah wants that you should paint a picture, you should create a mood, and set a setting that the setting, the mood, the matziv imparts to a she'eni yedei elishal bavur ze asa shem libet seisim mitzrayim that a kaddish baruch who took care of me bashkacha pratis, I'm special, you're special, we're special. That a kaddish baruch who's involved in our lives on a nitty gritty day to day basic level, and that feeling can be imparted even to a she'eni yedei elishal. Because it's not about information, it's about a mood. And this mood culminates with, with Nirza. We sing a song at Nirza, or I say you sing. Echad mi edea. Echad mi edea. What is echad mi edea? Is it cute? 
who knows what I know what. It's cute. What's the point of Echad Miyadeh? Echad Miyadeh comes at the end of the Seder. It's a litmus test. It's a litmus test. Was I successful in my task or not? Which means the goal of Seder night is it's a booster shot for the whole year of Amuna. Amuna is not learned. Amuna is not logical. Amuna is not information. Amuna is a reflex, which means we need to come off Pesach night knowing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of us so that the next time life throws us a curveball, the next time we hit a bump in the road, we reflexively say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of me. It's not an information thing. I can't prove it with a formula, x to the square root of this, because then, in the heat of the moment, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu throws me a curveball, I'm not going to be able to do the math but I need the reflexes. Seder night is about creating an atmosphere, not an intellectual atmosphere, not an atmosphere of cheshbin, of akasha and a teretz. It's, it's about creating a feeling, a feeling that you can take with you. Psychologists play this game called word association. I say peanut butter, what do you say? Right, so you say jelly or this, you say it like it. I say a word, and reflexively, without thinking, what comes to mind. The test, if Seder night went well, was Echad Miyadeh. When I say six, do you say pack, or do you say, oh, she's Seder Mishnah? When I say a number, Echad Miyadeh, Echad Al Kinnashem, Shemayim Baritz, Shnei Miyadeh, Shnei Luchas Abris, Shleisha Miyadeh, Shleisha Abris. Was I successful tonight? in reorienting my reflexes, not intellectually, because I can know a ton of information, but when it comes down to it, it's not, it's not an information thing, it's a reaction thing. I don't react with a mathematical figure, I react with my guts. The Seder is to change your guts. Guts are changed by creating a mood. The mood you create by the Seder should be successful enough that by the time you get to Echad Miyadeya, your reflexes, your mind association, your word association is Echad Elekeinu, Shnayim Luchas Abris, Shlesha Ovis, Mois. That your orientation, your mindset, your reflexes are that of Hakadosh Baruch Hu takes care of me, and that is a state of mind. That's a feeling. That's not an intellectual thing that you get with Akasha and Teretz. And you see this throughout the Haggadah. The point is not to give information. Then we don't need a kolon chacham. And we can't do that The point is to create an atmosphere. We are Memdalan and Aleph. Yes. A little more than half of the way down. Omerish Lakish. Kahanim Balimumin, a Kayan who's a Balmum. Now, a Kayan who's a Balmum is Pasal Avaida, but he's able to partake in all the benefits of being a Kayan. So, for instance, a Kayan Balmum 
coming up in this week's parshas. A kain who's a balmon is able to eat a chatas. You know, me and you can't eat a chatas, but a kain who's a balmon could eat a chatas. He, the best. Huh? Yeah. The best. Well, uh, <laughs> it reminds me of a joke, which I'm not going to say on tape. Um, <laughs> you like me to stop it and disseminate it in a different segment? Yeah. You get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't say. So a kain balmum has the benefits of being kain, but he's not allowed to do an avoid. He said a joke without saying it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, there is a place in the Azara which is called Ben Ha'ulam Lamezbeach. Now, you probably think Ben Ha'ulam Lamezbeach between the Ulam and the Mezbeach. One title holds you right, the other two hold you wrong. But there's a place in the Azara where no one is allowed to go except when doing an Avaidah. Except when doing an Avaidah. Or for a purpose. <laughs> Says the Gemara, <laughs> A Kayin who's a Balmum, who's not able to do the Avaidah, <coughs> Nichnasin, are able to enter between the Ulam and the Mizbeach. So now, if you have a picture of the Azara in your mind, so as you're walking, I have no idea what direction I'm in, but I am now east, in the easternmost. I walk in, so behind me is already there's this Najim. I walk, there's a lot of the Azara. I keep on walking. The next thing I'll bump into is the side of the Mizbeach. Right? The Kevish will be where you are, and the Mizbeach is here. So I walk around the Mizbeach, and now I'm on the other side of the Mizbeach. This door is the door <coughs> to the Eichel, which leads in where the Menorah is, and the Shulchan, and the Mizbeach Hazav. So there's, if I'm not mistaken, 15 Amis between the end of the Mizbeach and the Eichel, where you're not allowed to go unless you're doing an Avaida. It's a lav in the Torah. It's for sure a lav in the Torah. The question is, what is the exception? Says the Gemara, a kayin is able, kayin is a balmum is able to go ben ha'ulam ulam isbeach kidei lotzes barava in order to be yaitze his mitzvah barava. Now, this, of course, you know, very, very big machlekas, which we're not going to get into now. The Ramam just passes that's a straight out answer for a kayin who's not doing an avayda to be there, period. So the question is, why are we matter for a kayin balmum? <laughs> so Ramban concludes from this Gemara that it's only Isser while you're doing an Avaida to go there and not do an Avaida. But if you're not engaged in an Avaida, it's Mutter. But either way, something becomes Mutter for a Kayin Balmum to go between the Ulam and the Mizbeach in order to surround the Mizbeach with Arava, which is definitely part of the Avaida. So now, if you remember last week, remember last week we concluded that there are two parts to Arava. What they would do first is take the Arava and do Chibut. What does Chibut mean? It's a Machlech Yisrael. Rashi says Chibut means shake like we do with our Lulav. The Rambam says Chibut means smack on the floor like we do with our Aravas. I don't know if you ever watched people that are redactic shake the Aravas also to be edited in both Shittas. So they would take these arovas, they would do chibut, 
whatever that means to you. If you're Rashi, that means shake. If you're the Rambam, that means smack. They then would stack these Aravas around the Mizbech all the way around. So it was necessary for somebody to go on that side, on the dark side of the Mizbech, on that side of the Mizbech, in order to be Zaykev, these Aravas. Rish Lakish says that a Kayan Balmum is permitted to do that job. Says the Gemara, Amalei Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, Rabbi Yechanan said, Mi Amra, who said that? As like accusingly, menacingly. Mi Amra, who said it? Did you just ask who said it? Ha'iyu Amar, you yourself said this once, that we have to do our Rava. In other words, we think now, Rabbi Yechanan was only asking, who says you have to do anything about our Rava? You said you have to do our Rava. The Amr Abasi, Amr Yechanan, we said this last night. Rabasi says in the name of Rabbi Yechanan, Mishum Reb Nechunya Ishbekis Beis Three things, Esser Natias, which we said was the ratio of how dense trees have to be populated in order to prune them between Shuas and Rosh Hashanah of Shemitah And that ratio of density is called Esser Natias. Arava, this Minigav Arava, Vinitzach Hamayim, and pouring the water on the Mizbech are all Allah Chalamisha Sinai's. I thought so, it was going on the fact that it was a Bamo, oh, not that. Says the Gemara, Ella, Mi Amra Binatila Dilma Biskifa. Who says, number one, that they have to be taken and the Mizbech has to be walked around <laughs> and the Mizbech has to be surrounded? Who says that that's part of it? And mi amra bibali mumin dilma bitmimim. Who said that a balmum is able to do this? Maybe I could have reasoned that only a kaihain who is not a balmum is able to do this. So that is what Rabbi Yechanan was astonished about. And he was like asking accusingly, who said? And there, that is, you know, he's entitled to do that because although he said, Arava is definitely a chiv. You're getting in much bigger detail here. Number one, you're committing to how it's done. That it has you have to walk around the homeless bear to do it. Number two, you're telling me that a kain balmum is able to do it. So you went much further than me. I shouldn't use so many pronouns. Yurish Lakish went much further than me. Rabbi Yechanan said. So therefore, Rabbi Yechanan has a right to accuse Reish Lakish of who said. Okay, says the Gemara. Itmar. Reb Yechanan Reb Yeshua ben Levi. <clears throat> Reb Yechanan and Reb Yeshua ben Levi had a machlekes, an important machlekes. Chadamar, one of these two, we don't know who, said, Arava is Yesaid Nevi'im. Arava was established by the Nevi'im. Rashi says, Nevi'im means Chaga Ischari Malachi, the last of the Nevi'im. The last of the Nevi'im established this minig of Arava. The Chadamar and the other one says, Arava minig Nevi'im. They didn't <coughs> establish it, it was just a minig. Now, you're probably thinking, that sounds very similar. Are we splitting Paris here? What, what's the difference between Yusayid, established, or minig, says Rashi, a massive nafkimina. Bracha. Whether or not you can make a bracha. 
Now, first, we have nothing against making a bracha on something that a Viyam made up. We make a bracha on something the Chachamim in fact, Taisus on a base discusses in the big Taisus how we make a bracha on halal on Rish Chaydish. No one said to do that. So, so I'm going, right? So, Taisus discusses, right? So, who says you do that? So, we have nothing that's making bracha on the Sunday's drop, but, but it had to have been established. It can't be just a nice practice that evolved, that came into being. Because it was just a minute, we can never pinpoint and say, oh, he told me to do this. There's a vitzivanu and a bracha. A bracha contains the word vitzivanu. So if the bracha contains the word vitzivanu, there had to have been, at a certain point in time, at a certain point in history, a vitzivanu. And if we do not have a vitzivanu, if no one was miyased it, if no one established it, if no one firmly put it into place, we cannot make a bracha. Therefore, says Rashi, that's the difference between Yisayid Nevi'im and Minig Nevi'im. If for sure it was established by the Nevi'im, <laughs> apparently we're going to modify that, but if for sure it was established by the Nevi'im, the question is, what kind of establishment was it? Was it a like big deal, you know, big ceremony? We are now being miyaseid, the minig of Arava. Or was it like the Nevi'im started doing it, then more people followed, that it became a thing. Sort of like, um, you know, like any minig we have that isn't a halacha that was established, but it evolved. And Afkemina is bracha. What's the side behind it? What's the... Oh, why did they do it? Yeah. Let's modify what exactly they did, then we'll discuss why they did it. Um, so, so you know, the Gemara is more or less going to ask this in two seconds. But this would be the third and fourth description of this mitzvah that we have already. We already have one Tana that says a straight up drasha, Arvei Nocham. We have another Tana, the Chachamim, who argued on Abishol, who say it's Ehalochel Mishmissinai. Now you're telling me it's something Nevi'im or something Minik, you say Nevi'im. So before I answer you why, we have to reconcile it with that, and we will right now. Sorry, and we will right now. Says the Gemara. To time, first of all, you gave me anonymous names and anonymous sheets. Let me see if I can match it up. And the Gemara says, to time, let me prove to you. Rabbi Yechanan is one that said it was an actual establishment. Yeah, it's a direct quote. This time, fine, you prove that. So, in this last line, we just removed the mystery. So now we have a machlek between Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Shua ben Levi. Rabbi Yechanan says, you say Nevi'im, we verified that. And Rabbi ben Levi says it was a minik Nevi'im. Get nafkamin is brach. Asks the Gemara, what are you talking about? Rabbi Yechanan himself said, it's a so again, we're not going to say it's a pasik, but it still needs reconciliation. It still needs dealing with, which means you just claim those are something Naveen. It's not, it's much more than Yisayi Naveen. It's much earlier than Yisayi Naveen. It's much more fundamental than Yisayi Naveen. It's Allah Hamish Sinai. Frank the Gemara, Omelir Abzeir al Babo, Miram Rabyechen, and Hachid Rabyechen, and say it was a Yisayi Naveen. Again, 
They're Allah HaMashim So what is going on here? Not only is it a steer, it's Imamish in Rabbi Yechanan himself. He's changing his opinion. Rabbi Yechanan was the one who said it's Allah HaMashim Yisrael. And I see Rabbi Yechanan saying, it's Yisrael Nevi'im, Ishtaymim Kechadashah. So Ishtaymim Kechadashah is actually a Pasuk in Daniel, but it became an expression. Ishtaymim, he was amazed for a second, which means sometimes like I ask you something that is like so um, damning or so like, oh my gosh, like it hits you like a ton of bricks. So like your only reaction is like, like you just like, you, you just like silent for a minute until you can like gather your thoughts. Like, oh my God, hey, wow, that made me look pretty foolish. So, Ishtaylem Kichadasha. He was silent. He was, he was stunned for a minute. Yeah, shoot, it's Taka. <laughs> I said it's often seen that. It's, 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 oh. He forgot them, and then they made them again. Which means, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, that they knew, we're going to discuss this for a minute here, they they had this meeting back in the day, and it was Allah HaMashim Sinai. It got forgotten, and they went to the Nevi'im to reestablish it. Look in Rashi, the bottom Rashi. Rashi says, not the bottom Rashi, sorry. V'chazr <coughs> v'yistam, says Rashi, v'yistam al pi dibor. The Nevi'im got a Nevuah and reestablished it. Now, I just want to discuss, because this is pretty fundamental, the Maratzchinus asks a very, 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 very fundamental question here. We, and the Ramam says this, Mufurish, this is halacha, we have to know this. Um, you know, I don't want to get political, but like, because you have to know this. After Moshe Rabbeinu, Hashem told <coughs> us, you're on your own. No more questions. It's like the exam. <laughs> you know, answer questions, you're on your own, no more questions. Which means, and the Ramam goes through this, the Ramam says this, not dumb. It, it, was still, it was still open for discussion. It was like in committee, it was still discussing it. Moshe Rabbeinu had the right to go back to HaKadosh Baruch Imdu Ve'ashma, you know, by the Makaisha, just saying, guys, let me, let me ask one second, I'll be right back. By, by, the, um, by the, uh, the person who cursed Hashem, so, I don't know what to do, but let me go find out. By Pesach Sheni, I don't know what to do. Good question, let me ask. We find many times by Moshe Rabbeinu <coughs> clarifying. After Moshe Rabbeinu, we have a rule, Leib HaShamayami. Kodesh Baruch gave us the Torah, gave us the user's manual, you know, Yud Gimel Bidash HaTorah, Nidrash HaSlan, gave us the tools. You're on your own, figure it out. No, no coming back. So there's a big rule, Leib HaShamayami. We cannot ask questions of heaven. And in fact, we have Gemaris that openly deny, that openly deny um, people that ask heaven. You know, it's available to consult heaven, but that answer is not halachic. Loi bashamayim. Loi bashamayim. Did they have the time um, base to make the... Or the tumim. Yeah. So there's a question exactly how that worked. And and, 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 and we don't care. The Gemara, we didn't care. Labor should mind me. So, 
Yeah, the Gemara deals with that, but the, but that same the, that same Gemara with Rabbi Lazar with the with the Chara of the Amis Amayim. Oh, I don't care. Right. I don't care about the Chara. Yes, the Basco. They asked this on the Basco. They asked on the Basco. Let, let, let's see. So the Maratzchias goes crazy on Rashi. Maratzchias says, "What are you talking? What do you mean that Yasbapia Dibra? I don't care about the Dibra. You know, there's there's, there's a safer. I, I used to have it. Some barter for me." Baltimore anymore, so I don't have any more and I refuse to buy a new one. It's like a five dollar saver. There's a saver called Charles Chuvas Menashamayim, which means these are chuvas that they asked from Shamayim. They, there's a way to ask a Shalas Haloyim. You do a certain number of Taniyas, you write it down, you put it under your pillow. Who wrote the saver? Who compiled it? Yeah. Arishi. No, 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 not. So one of the, for instance, one of the questions was who's right? Rashi or Bentham? What's all the people right? Come on. You know, that's a two-tone thing. I can't do it anymore, right? <laughs> Hold on. They said, Hashem wears Rabbi Natam, the Malachim wore Rashi. Rabbi Natam wore Rashi. Really? It's not the same. It's not, it's not Hashim that you have the box and the sideways. It's, it's, it's more, more Rashi than Rabbi Natam. Oh, you were saying like that? Even yeah. Rabbi Natam is not Rabbi Natam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's a difference. Anyway, so, Tyron Leibishman. So, the, the, the Baratis argues on Rashi. Chazer v'yistam, no, not Alpia, not Alpia Dibor. You guys about Dibor. Alpi Pilpul. The Maratzchias argues on Rashi. And says, through Pilpul, through Pilpul, they re-came up with this Arava thing. It was forgotten. And the Nevi'im, through the Tere Nidresh spent, through the Midash Tere Nidresh spent, re-came up with this thing. But if it was a Halachimosh Musinai, why would that be an issue? Although Hashemayim, they're just reminding them of what rediscovering is. Well, if it was for they're irrelevant Shemayim. So, so, so the um, so, so um, the the Marts, the Archaner says for Rashi, Avada we could listen to Shemayim. Avada we could listen to Shemayim. We can't ask Shemayim. I mean, you can't ask a child, which is what the Rambam's Lashon is. You no longer can... It from Rashi that that it was. That no, was they, did. they forgot it and it was, it was dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but no one asked. It was dead. One night, Chagai, Zechariah, or Malachi, or Aunt Malachi, had a Cholom, a Nevuah, that, <coughs> that start doing Arav again, and he came and told us, that's fine, says the Arach We just can't ask a Shaila of heaven. Heaven can tell us new things to do. We just can't ask a shaila, and that's it's an important thing on this gemara. So you're saying that you can't ask you can't ask heaven, and heaven can't tell you, Shemaim can't tell you. But if there's like a simon from Shemaim that we're okay with. If if, if uninitiated, a Shemaim comes and tells us to do something, we would listen. Uninitiated. Yeah. On, on, you can't ask a shaila. Also, what does that mean? Everyone forgot. That's the worst next question. Okay. You're gonna have to wait a minute. There's so much lachats over there. It's not a tour with all your kids like the rain out the time. So much pressure. Okay. Um, okay, fine. Are you the only one It's my. We'll start again from Mandala to Manal. It's like eight lines from the bottom. It's my. Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yeshua, Ben Levi. So the between. Rebbeim never said anything. They never said you have to. They never said you better. They did it. They started doing it. And like it picked up steam. 
Interesting, Rashi says, there's not even lay saucer, which means you have a chiv to listen to the words of the Chachamim. Rashi says, the Chachamim never said anything about this. So if you don't do it, you're not even over on lay saucer. You don't even transgress lay saucer. Isn't it more, uh, more chamer than the Rabbah? The before the Rabbah. No, the Nevi'im, you know, the Nevi'im have a dinner of Chacham. Right, they're closer to Mount But it's not. So Rashi says the Nachkamina between Yisoyed Nevi'im and Minik Nevi'im would be Bracha. Because when you say a Bracha, you use the word Vitzivonim, and they commanded us. Now, already... Where does it say, Asher Baruch Dashem? You're talking to Hashem. Asher Kedushanah that you made us hailed with your mitzvahs. So, where did Hashem tell us to do this? He told us to do this in Leisalser. So, if the Chachamim tell you to do something, you, you make a bracha, like we do on Hanukkah, like we do on Purim, like we do on the second day of Sukkot with, with Arava, even though it's not, with Lulav, even though it's not there. So, we have no problem making a bracha on the Durabana. But it has to be a takana. It has to be something the Rabbanan said to do. So if it's Yisoyed Nevi'im, if it's something the Nevi'im were miyasid, if it's something the Nevi'im commanded, then you can make a bracha. If it's Minik Nevi'im, there's nothing to make a bracha on. I'm just, you know, keeping a nice habit that the Chachamim did, and therefore you don't make a bracha. That would be the Nafkinim. Tistayim says the Gemara, let's bring a proof. Derb Yechanan Huda Omar Yisayd Nevi'im. Derb Yechanan Shuvan Levi, there's a machlekis, it's unnamed. Let's try to prove that the one of those two, whose sheet it is that you do make a bracha, that it is Yisayd Nevi'im, is Derb Yechanan, because we have a direct quote. The Omar Rebabo Omar Yechanan, Arava is Yisayd Nevi'im, who Arava was established by the Nevi'im Tistayim, that's a good proof. So, you know, it's a machlaikis, so rather than an unnamed machlaikis, we could give names to it. Rabbi Yechanan says, Yisayid Nevi'im, Rishu of Levi says, Minig Nevi'im. To which the Gemara has to modify this. Says the Gemara, Amalei Rabzeira Lebabo, Rabzeira said to Rabbo, who's the one who quoted Rabbi Yechanan, I don't understand what's going on here. We said, before Pesach, that Arava is a halacha which means now this martre is very close to the raisa. A halacha means it was given to Meishan Har Sinai, not written in the Torah, but we got it from Hashem at Sinai through Meishan. So that is much closer to Adairaisa. What's the Pasuk above it? I don't know how. Oh, so that is, is a full-fledged Shita, which we're arguing on now, the Shita of Apshal, that is regular Adairaisa, regular Drasha. So, so far, you're right. We have four levels. But we'll see. As soon as we turn the page, we'll see what one of them is. What are the differences between Lachal Meshav Sinai and Adairaisa? Um, there's no Ayinushan Lachal Meshav Sinai, but... You know, probably a key of the Raisa. It's not it's not written in the tires when you're an but like it's as close as you get without being Raisa. Yeah, so Moshe, so as of now, we have straight up Daraisa from the Drasha, Arve. We have Halakha Sinai. We have Yusait Navi and we have Minig Navi. 
But we have to, now we have to make order of this. So says the Gemara, says the Gemara, let's ask a theory. You just said Rabbi Yechon and said it's Yisayid Nevi'im, which means it was established by the Nevi'im. You know, in many of them also, Yisayid Nevi'im was established by the Nevi'im. And yet we have the very same Rabbi Yechon and saying it's a halacha of Rabbi Sinai. Those two are a theory. Those two cannot coexist. Says the Gemara, Vahamar Yechon and Rishon Rabbi Nechuni Ishbekas Beis Charsin. We have this quote from Rabbi Yechon and the name of Rabbi Nechuni Ishbekas Beis Charsin. That three things: Eser Netias, which we said back for Pesach, is the ratio of trees, ten saplings per a beisa, which is dense enough to exempt the whole field from Taisvis Shemitah. That there's a din, you can't just start Shemitah on Rosh Hashanah, you have to start Shemitah or like this time of year between Pesach and Shavuos. But if the trees are saplings and they're going to die, you could plow around them. If the whole field is a tree field, then you could plow the whole field up until Rosh Hashanah. What's the ratio? Ten trees per saw, that's called Esther Natias. that's Halach Lamesh Messina. And... And this meaning that we do on Sukkot, that beside pouring wine on the Mizbech, we pour water on the Mizbech. And, and I skipped Arava. Arava, Vinishamayim, Aralach, Mesh Messinas. That is the steer. That is the steer. We said in the past that Arava is Allah Mesh Messina. Now you're telling me from Riyadh, it's Yisayid Naveen. Ishtaymen Kechadashah. When Rabbabo was asked this question, he hesitated for a second. He was stunned. <gasps> like, like, oh, what do I do? And then he remembered. He said the way to reconcile the stira is that yes, it was Allah Sinai. In Go's Bovel, it was so traumatic, we forgot everything. Totally forgot about it. And the Nevi'im, after Golos Bobo, when we went back up to Beis Amigdash, Ezra Nechemia re-reminded us about um, the Darab. So originally it was a Halach of Sinai, and it was reminded to us by the Nevi'im. That's what we got up to before Beis. That, that it's Halach of Sinai. That's Halach of Sinai, yes. So they're both true. Why are we doing it? Because the Nevi'im told us about it. Easy. Why the Nevi'im tells us about it? Right, yeah, it's Chazer V'yistam. They re-established. Says the Gemara, can't be. You're blaming Golas Bavel on forgetting Halachas? And in fact, not only blaming Golas Bavel for forgetting Halachas, you're quoting Rabbi Yechelen about this? We have a historical quote that Rabbi Yechelen would never talk that way. Says the Gemara, Mir Rabbi Yechelen Hachi, V'ha'amma Rabbi Yechelen you say it's yours? It's theirs. Which means, Rabbi Yechonon, as we know, was the Rashiva in Eretz Yisrael, was the Gadol Adar in Eretz Yisrael. And Rav was both in Eretz Yisrael and in Bavel, but he was mainly in Bavel. And Rav had a main Talmud named Rav Kahana. Rav Kahana once got involved in a certain sticky situation and killed somebody in Bavel. Of course, you know, he had to do it. It was a mitzvah to do it. 
So the Bavl authorities were after of Kahana, and of Kahana. Kahana is always getting trouble. <laughs> and of Kahana ran to Eretz Yisrael and opened the Shul in the old city. No, and of Kahana, <laughs> and of Kahana ran to Eretz Yisrael. And when of Kahana came to Eretz Yisrael, Rabbi Yechanan, you know, mamish like uh, excitedly, debriefed him, and he asked him, "What about this? And what about this? And what about this? And what about this? And what about this?" And there were scores of halachas that Rabbi Yechanan found out from Rav Kahana that they in Eretz Yisrael had no idea about. And Rav Kahana from Bavel enlightened him on all these halachas. To which Rabbi Yechanan commented, You guys here in Eretz Yisrael, you say it's, it's yours? Which means we've been in Eretz Yisrael, we never had to leave. We never had the traumatic experience of leaving our country. We never were in Gaulus. We've been here contiguous. The whole thing, you know, my wife always says, the reason I remember everything from my childhood is because I, had, like, I lived four miles from where I was born. So it's like, you know, yeah, if you move that little, you remember everything. You know, like, if you move all around the world, then like, you know, you, like, you don't remember anything. So, so Rabbi Yechanan says, you think you were here in our Tisrael, tranquil, you never had to leave. You know, you don't know anything. Dilchayin Amri. You think it's yours? Dilchayin he. It's theirs. It's the people, the Bnei Bavel. They know everything, and that's where Rabbi Yechonon told his people. Now, does it make any any sense? The answer that you said for the stira. You said the answer for the stira was that we forgot. In Golas Bavel, we forgot the halacha l'mesh misinai of Harav. Can't be. You see from Rabbi Yechonon himself that he acknowledged that in Bavel the Mamish were holding and learning. Why? Because of the famous, the famous pasuk and the famous fact that the Yechonia, fifteen years before Nebuchadnezzar took us all out of Eretz Yisrael, the Cheresh and the Mazger, which literally means like Baruch Wein says the artisans, but it, 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 like that's what it literally means. But it means the Talmud Chacham. So the Talmud Chachamim went first to Bavel. So the community in Bavel was started by the biggest Talmud Chachamim. So when the rest of the Yidden came to Bavel, they found it was Mamash Alam community. The Rabbanim were already there. The Gedalim were there. Shtazachar, if the first people that came to America would have been the Gedalim in Europe, how different America would have been instead. It was all the people that ran for the money. That's why America was what it was for 100 years. I was just but, thinking that it was... Yeah, hundred years, hundred years after the first people came, and six million people after them. All right, but the people that established America, the people that formed the America you know, came over in the forties. Right, they were right, right, five of them, you know, all the. Each person that founded his Bulgarab, each person that founded his community. Yeah, hundred percent. That was hundred years after other people came to America. Anyway, so Rabbi Yechanan himself said that Bavel is Mamish a storehouse of knowledge. They know everything. And you're blaming Bavel on forgetting the Allah Mishmi Sinai? Can't be. So the Gemara says, goodbye. That's a bad answer. That's a bad answer. I'm gonna try again. I'm not, that's a bad answer. So I'm back to my steward. Back to my steward. One place Rabbi Yechanan says, one place Rabbi Yechanan says, Arav is Allah from Sinai, and in one place 
um, Rabbi Yechanan says, Arava is a Yisait Nevi'im. Answers the Gemara, and this is the answer we're going to stick with. Like kan be-migdash, kan You're confusing two Aravas. In the base HaMikdash, when they did the real Aveda every day of Sukkot with Aravas and the Mizbeach, that is a Halach Lamesh What me and you do on Hishana Rabbah is Yisayid Nevi'im. And that's the answer to your questions. So all the sources, you know, some people call it Dereisa, some people call it Allah Chomish Sinai. That's all referring to the real Arava in the base Amigdash. The other Machlechus, it's Minigivi, we said it, but definitely the Nevi'im did it, is for what me and you do not in the base Amigdash. Kan Bimigdash, Kan Bigbulim. Okay. Says the Gemara. That's, that's the first point. So now we know, we've identified what is this Arava that we do. The Arava that we do is definitely Drabanan, established by the Nevi'im. And as you figured out from the fact that we don't make a brach on it, we believe it was only Minig Nevi'im, not Yisayi Nevi'im. Because we, none we, of us have. We already established that in the last Gemara, though. Which Gemara? Right before, Elam or Rav's Vim, Shmei Rav, who looked at Sayyaf Ikrim, Latar, Begulim, Abdimalai. Yeah, yeah. But even if, even if you hold that Salah from Mishra doesn't have an Ikrim on the Tarek, so that wouldn't, you wouldn't know that yet. And it, was, it, that it still is valid, even if you wouldn't have this answer. And let's say I would have said, let, you know, when you asked me Kasha, ah, it's Allah from Mishra let's say I would have just folded Shah. You're right. That's how Okay, now let's get to some of the dinim of this Arav. Says the Gemara, Omar Reb Ami Arava Tzricha Shir. This Arava that we do on Hashanah Rabbah, it needs a Shir. It needs a Shir. Ve'ena niteles elabifne atzma. And it needs to be taken by itself, which means, says the Gemara, and you cannot be yaitse with the arava in your lulav. You have to take a separate set of aravis for the mitzvah of arava, and you cannot be yaitse with the arava in your lulav. So Rashi says, why? Why can't? Why can't you take the Arav in your Lulav? Meaning, if you think about it for a second, it's very hard to passel that. I have a Chiv to take an Arav. If I anyway am taking my Dalabin, my Lulav, which has Aravis in it, how can you tell me I did not take Arava? 
What did I do wrong? What's wrong with taking that rovis in my lulav? Take from it. No, pick it up again. With the bundle. The entire yeah. Time. What did I do wrong? And do the rava. I did. I'm doing. Pick up my rava. Let me ask a question. Yeah. Oh, oh. So you're 100% right, but you better realize you just invented something. Okay, so, so Rashi Mama says that. Look in Rashi, second line. Nothing can be tied to it. Because without that, it's not mukach that it's a mitzvah. Which means, which means, Mark, let me ask a question. Is it mukach that you're, you're wearing your tzitzis? No. I don't know if you wear your tzitzis out or not. But like, it's not mukach you're wearing your tzitzis. When you put on your tefillin this morning, you know, if, if you could put them on the shalyad for sure. And if you're a makubal, you could even put your talus over your shalrash. Where's the mukach? Oh, who says you need mukach for tefillin? And go through every mitzvah. Go through every mitzvah. There's a couple mitzvahs you need to do mukach. You need your Hanukkah nares to be mukach. That's persumenis. There's a couple mitzvahs you need to be mukach. But I mean, I didn't see if you ate matzah or not. Maybe you didn't eat matzah. It wasn't mukach. So, uh, like, where does this mukach come from? Well, you said earlier in the Gemara, didn't we say that um, you can't you can't just put it down and put it up because. It's not mukach, not mukach. Yeah. Right. So, so in other words, so you're right. So, but you have a gilui in what the mitzvah was, meaning, meaning. You saying mukach that that everyone else has to realize you what you're doing? Yeah. So you're saying when you take our rubber with the lulav, it's not clear which one is the main mitzvah. Is that the problem? Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, for all I know, you're taking that lulav again. You know, the richtige kavanas, the first time. So you see from here, you see from here that, that the, the Minig Naviv was do what they did in the Beis HaMikdash to publicize it. That's the mitzvah. The mitzvah isn't take a rava. The mitzvah is to publicize what they did in the Beis HaMikdash. Can you take this the other way around? Like- if you pick up a meaning normally, like you said, tzitzis, or the there's no other so, way to do it. Right, but here the whole right, right that would be meaning if you're picking up a lulav, you, you've already done a mitzvah with that, so it's not that you. But you not, can't tell me I didn't do it. I picked it up again. What did I do wrong? Is that other stuff in my hand? Is that what bothers you? Do you, you like don't like when the coleslaw juice goes in the chalent? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. What about the fact that it was already used for a different mitzvah and you can't use it twice? No. So what? So, so if you so pulled what? it out, that would be real common. Do you give your wife day shots on your man? That by her own. Uh, you know. <laughs> usually, usually not. Usually not. But if I can't get then, you know, what difference does it make? If you pulled it out of the lubo? That's for sure right. It's, and, yeah, and, if you were t- and, yeah and, and by the way, that's a great ride. If you're telling me that it's like used goods, then you wouldn't be able to rip it out of your lulav and use it again. And then everyone agrees you could, because it is minkura. So you see there's nothing inherently wrong with using used goods. Great ride. Here? I'm sure we have other places. If you pull them out, no one has any problem with it. 
So if it's out, the fact that it's reused, like he's, like he's pointing at it. I'm saying is that since you just did a mitzvah with it, a different mitzvah with it, by now picking it up, Without the no factor way. that you said of Minkara Milsa, I know you're not happy. I'm like getting away with something. But what, what could you point to? I'll give you one other option in a second. But like, what could you point to? Is the number, by the way, the, we think there's like five of them in there. Yeah. I don't um, think you're doing anything because then you're... Haven't found the source for that yet. A bundle. Five five bus. Bus. I mean, that's what a bundle is. I'm five. sure it's the Kabbalah. Yeah. So it's not the same. That's the case when you do a Gamliel then. Yeah. 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 But that wouldn't be an issue because by, by picking it up again, you, how would you be okay? Be, oh, so, she, so I saw someone clearing. Now that you're talking, when you come back to me, that let's, say, let's say you have like 40 Arabas in your Lulav. So you say like in the first two were for my loop, the rest were, can you still do this? That Minkara, yeah, yeah, they talk about this. I forgot what to say, but talk about this. In my parasha it says 68. 68? Yeah, one of the other Shainam or whatever. 68 Aravis? 68 Aravis. That'd get cumbersome. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's the Makar for that? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's not really, I don't know. It's like 613 dunks in a mikvah. I mean, like, what, you know, why stop? I mean, you hold your breath I once got um, stuck behind one of those guys. That's why I know. Forget about you. The other option, Martha, is chatzitza. So, for instance, for instance, the Sharetzian brings a prima goddam that asks, "Why does Rashi need to come on to Minkra Milsa?" Why does Rashi need to come on to being recognized? Why can't Rashi passel the lulav in the in the aravis in your lulav? Because there's there's a chatzitza. Right, Tushasharatian says even better. Who says it has to be touching your hand? Remember, we had a pasuk that the lulav has to be touching your hand. Who says that the Rovis has to be touching your hand? That's an assumption. One way so, of doing it was Kifa. Right, but they would have taken it first. That would be a step, because Chavit Chavit was probably tomorrow. But was, yeah, that we're going to get to. Anyway, so, so I just want to point out that Rashi's saying the problem is Minkara, and the other alternative problem could have been Chatzitza. Says the Gemara... Um, so the Mara said, you said you said basically the same thing twice. Kevin Mar, once you said it has to be taken by itself. Well, obviously, it's obvious that you can't be yates with Yarov and Yululov. So the Gemara says what you said. I would have thought that that's only if you didn't pick it up twice. But if you picked it up twice, I would say there's no problem with it. Which means, the Gemara says, we can isolate the two things. Meaning, if you just pick up your lulav once and call that being yaitse with your arava, there's two issues. Number one, you never did a special lakicha on the arava. And number two, you took the arava along with other things. If you put down your lulav and pick it back up again, then you isolated one problem. 
it's no longer a problem that you never did a special Akiha for it. But you still have the issue that you took it along with other things. That's why I needed to say there's two special problems that cannot be cured by picking it up twice. Number one, it's not maker. It has to be done by itself. And number two, it can't be done with that rubbish of a lulu, which means even if you pick it up twice, it can't fix it. Says the Gemara, Verb Chizda, Amr Yitzchak. Says Reb Chizda, and then Reb Yitzchak, Adam Yaitzi Dechevase by Rabbi A person can be Yaitzi Vechiv with our Rabbi Now it's not clear, does he mean on your first time, or does he mean on your second time? Which means, you know, that would depend on what the problem is. If he means on your second time, so you say, you need a special Akicha, but it just doesn't have to be only. If he's saying even on your first time, then he's saying you don't need anything. You don't need a special akicha. You don't even need it to be on your first time. He doesn't specify which time it's on. But the Sharetzian does prove from Rebchizda that there's no problem with Chatzitzah. Which means if you could be yet to get rubbish of Lulav, and he's not arguing, they're not arguing, is there a Chatzitzah issue? So the Sharetzian proves me there's no issue of Chatzitzah. So, so for instance... We can get to this in, in, the, in the next Gemara. If you want to wear a glove on Hishan Rabbah, there's no problem with Hatzitzah. That seems to be Muslim Lekuli You don't need to, um, and like, which is why, which is why, I don't know if this ever bothered you. I don't know where you get your Aravis on Hishan Rabbah. When I was a kid, they didn't tie it with a Lulav tie. They tied it with a rubber band. So... So, it knows, yeah, Kabaris, whether that's color the ice, maybe it's not Afsik, but if you want, you can make like a big deal about the rubber band. It's not, it's not Mimin Arava. So, are you Yaitse? The answer is, like this Sharatzian, there's no problem of Chatzitza by Aravas. So, if you want to wrap your Aravas in a rubber band like they did when I was a kid, that is not a problem, and this is the proof. We'll stop here for tonight to. Uh, what about okay. the they, they, they still do the rubber band. Okay, this is your source, Mark. This is your source. Shui, that's smart. So we said last night, said last night that three rules of the Arava that we take. Now, we already said last night that we're no longer talking about the Arav HaShem B'Migdash. That's one thing that's Allah HaMashem. We see and we'll finish with that. We're now talking about the Arav HaShem B'Gvulin, the Arav in the rest of Eretz Yisrael. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no, pace and space. The Arav in Eretz Yisrael, you know, in, in, in Shoals. So we said three three things. Number one, Arava Tzricha Shir, which is what we're going to discuss tonight. And last time we discussed, and it tells us, now it's vain, other than the class of Arava Shmulul. So now, I don't know why it's out of order, but says the Gemara right after the parentheses, which I know we talked about last <laughs> night. If you, read the, if you read the words in the parentheses, it's a whole new Gemara, but it makes Mamash like it's Shrek. But we're not going to read that. Says the Gemara, Vakama Shiurim. How big, how much is <laughs> how much is the shear of an Arava? 
says the Gemara Omer of Nachman Gimel Bade Olin Lachin. Three moist stalks, which sounds like three aravas, you know, we call an arava, three of them. Rabshesha Samar, Rabshesha says, Ola Echad Ubar Echad. One leaf and one stalk. Says, well, how does that work? You walk into show with one, one stalk and one leaf. Says, well, how did that work? Says, well, you think one stalk and one leaf? It's not child. You can't do that. Even one leaf on one stalk. So which means you can have one arava and one leaf. Now, let's do Rashi because this is this is very negative. That's your words, I'm sorry. To think separate. No, to think Yeah, separate. you said Allah Echad Ubad Echad. I mean, why would I think not? <coughs> why would I not think? Because you said U. You said, well, translate the words. One stalk and one leaf. <laughs> you didn't tell me the leaf has to be on the stalk. You said and. So I took you at your word. And then you corrected yourself, but that's what you said. So says Rash. Allah Echad Bibad Echad. That's the main rash we have to do. Al echad be bar echad, bar echad, one stalk. Ubay al echad, and on it is one leaf. V'dayay, and it's enough. The rashi mavarin is a very interesting thing. Okay, you never said how big that rav has to be. Meaning, I'm expecting you said kamish urin. So you're talking about our context for this discussion is the Aravas that we talked about in the third parak. <laughs> so the Aravas in the third parak, yes, it was very important. We had to discuss, could the leaves fall off? We said, yeah. You know, Nashru Olav, if they're black, if there's only one left. But you, you forgot to discuss a very important thing. I asked you, how big is it? How much is the shear? And you skipped to a discussion, how much has to be left? Well, how big does it have to be? That was my question at first. Why, why do we think it's any different than the shear that we went in the last parak? Oh, so that's Mamush what the Ran says, and we'll get there in a minute. But Rashi doesn't say that. Mamush what the Ran says. We asked the question, I picked it up from the Lulu, right? So we're assuming that that, that that would be okay. So why am I thinking that it has a different share? Maybe it could be less. Yeah, it's a different mitzvah. Why would it be the same share? We obviously feel that there's some similarities because we're asking if we pick up from the wall, you should be. Asking. Well, that that's that's <laughs> like you know yotz. So why don't we start to begin with? Well, whoa, 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 what's the shear for this? For the shear? We went backwards in the Gemara. Why don't we ask that originally? So we're not talking about the Yeah, that's yotz l'kolades. That's like wow, that's great. But for this, do I need that? Maybe we need bigger. Maybe. Maybe. It's all on the table, and it's all on the table. So I mean, if you think we need bigger, then... context, when the Gemara start with the beginning of a... Oh, oh, so Rashi says, so Rashi says, Rashi Babar says, V'chiyamrinam le'el gimel t'fachim. What's this discussion? Why don't we look what it says by the Arav and the Luluf, and the Arav and the Luluf says it needs to be gimel t'fachim. So how could you only say, how could you say you need over here one stalk and one leaf? What about gimel t'fachim? 
Says Rashi, it's a different discussion. That's Legabe Lulav Udamrinan. Shitei Arav Arucha Shleishatvachim. Only Legabe Lulav did we require the Arava to be three Tvachim long. Aval Arava Shayumakifim Babifneatzma Koldu Husagi. The Arava, which they surrounded the Mizbech, who needs a Shir? Koldu Husagi. Koldu Husagi. So he says, and now we have a custom like big long trees, that are beautiful, that the mitzvah is noticeable but the etzim shir, who says you need it? Koldu means any size arav, one tefach. With one leaf. Devil has a shamarava, just doesn't have size, but it's definitely shamarava. So why isn't Rashi? If Rashi seems to be addressing, he's bothered by the fact that we're not talking about Gilad Why isn't he, or is he not bothered by the fact that you know we don't talk about Yevesha or whatever it is, and all you need is one leaf? Oh, oh, oh. So, so that's mamish what this is going to turn into a discussion <laughs> of. It's mamish what's going to turn into a discussion of. The Hainu, Rashi divorced the two. Nothing to do with that. That's a discussion of lulav by arav by lulav, and we're having a different discussion. Why? Just because it's the same thing. I mean, you're allowed to use arava for schach. You're going to start having the requirements. Just because it's the same plant, it doesn't mean it's the same thing. So Rashi. So it all goes into that, as we're going to discover in a second. Duran mamr comes from the other end. Duran says, no, it's the exact same thing. So so first the 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 maran. He's not the only, you know, people argue on him. The Maram says that this is the Machlegis between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis. That Rav Nachman required regular Aravis, three Aravis, they each have to be three Tvachim, they each have to have leaves. Rav Sheshis, who says you need one on one, he, that's the split between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis. Whether it's a Lulav Dik Estrig or an, Ar- or, or an Aravit, or it's a Lulav Dik Arava or a Aravit Dik Arava. That's the Machlikas between Rav Nachman and Rav Sheshis. The Ran, the Ran, like we keep on saying, says, no, 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 no. Of course it has to be three Tvachim. The word Arava means three Tvachim because our context, our frame of reference <laughs> is the Arava Shebalulav. And therefore, of course, it has to be three tefachim. This is a machlekes about how badly battered can your three tefach arava be. And the ran is how we paskin the the shochnar and the rama both say that anything that passes an arava in a lulav passes an arava for heshan arava. And that that psak of the mechaber and the shochnar and the rama is straight ran, not Rashi at all. Exactly. Yes, but it was, that's all. Not like Rashi learned in the Sukh. So the fact that Rashi is bringing the Arava case on the bottom, right? That he's drawing from that how the Arava should be or not. Does that mean that he would not hold at all in any shita that um, you can't use the Arava and Lula for two things? Yes, so, no, so you could get out of it. You could say that just because you could use the Arava and the Lula, that's, that's a super Arava. You do much more than you needed to, but that doesn't make it that you can't use it. That's a different discussion. So only if that rav and the lulav would match the right, but no, but that rav and the lulav, according to Rashi, has much more chumras than that rav and that rav. 
So there's the fact that if I would okay it, it wouldn't be any riot about right. backwards. Okay. Um, if you read the Ram, come up with this. That's got to be the same as the Ram. Where, where, where did you get that from? The guy here told me two minutes ago, isn't that the same thing? I'm asking, but I want to know where I found this is coming from. It's a, so it's it's not a mashma that way from the Gemara. It's mashma that's something. So first of all, like the Maram, like the Maram, that does Halein is the Machlegis between Rav Nachman and Rav and the Ran could say that they're not even arguing about that. So no, it seems like the Maram that everybody's basing it off our Rav Shabluv. The question is how far off our Rav we can go, and the Ran learned that that's not even up for a Machlegis, just a Machlegis how bad it could be. But in other words, it's not Shver. Rashi agrees to this in Rav Nachman in the Maram. And the Rano says in both Ramachman and Rapshashis that the starting point is Arab Shabalula. And this is the takeoff off of Arab Shabalula. That's the source for Arab and the Tyra. What is an Arab? And you start at the takeoff of Arab and Murad, and you go you are ending in many different places. Not like it's not like the starting point. Not, not like the Ran. So that's that's your husband and the Ran. Okay. Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara. Omar Ivory <coughs> says Ivory. Have a koimina kame der Blazerberg tzaddik. I was standing in front of her Blazerberg tzaddik. I see how Gavra and the certain person came in and brought Arava kame and brought an Arava in front of her Blazerberg tzaddik. And this is what he did. Shakil. He took it. Chavit chavit. He did chavit chavit, v'lei barach. He didn't make a brach. So now, that's the main thing we're interested in, because if you remember last night and before Pesach, we said, is it a yisayid nevi'im or is it a minik nevi'im? And we said Rashi spoke out. What was the difference between between yisayid nevi'im be and minik nevi'im be? If it's yisayid nevi'im, you can make a bracha. If it's minik nevi'im, you don't make a bracha because there's no leisaster because it was just how they acted and we imitated them. So says the Gemara, Blazer Rotzadik didn't make a bracha. Savar chavit minik nevi'im, which is what we're interested in, and therefore that is how we're rounding out the sugya. But one last thing, which is very important to discuss. What does chavit chavit mean? It's not like what we said yesterday. What, v'loi bar? You said you to stay. No, we said that Rabbi Yechimer holds to start. That's Rabbi Yechimer. Do we pass him like him? No. Um, now, what does chavit chavit mean? So Rashi says, chavit chavit, lashin niyanua. That he shook it. Um, some reshainim are medayik from Rashi that... By lulav, we said two things. We said that you wave the lulav <laughs> in the directions. Like this, then like this. Then like this. Then like this, then like this, then like that. Um, and, and while putting it, we said specific, while being you're menanea. Right, so if you ever watch a person that's in halacha, when he's going in the directions, he's shaking in each of the directions. No, I'm serious. I know, it annoys me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, um, that's on tape, shoot. <laughs> that doesn't say it said that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Just so, repeating what the Rosh Chabur was saying. So some people are medayik that Rashi saying here by the Aravis, it's only Nanua and not Malachumevi. 
But in either case, Rashi and most Rishayim, except for one main one, say that Chavit means Nanua. So we're, we're almost finished what we need to know from the Sudya. And what, if you would ask any eight-year-old, what do you do with Arava on Heshat Arava? So he doesn't even know that you do Nanua. I don't know if all of you do it. You should, when you put down your Lulav, and you pick up your Arava, before, you know, before the last piyutim, you're supposed to do a nanua. It doesn't say that in the art scroll. It sure does. It, does. No, it, it says chibud aravos, right? It, it sure it does. It says doesn't say it. Uh, Which, and also, if it doesn't, I will speak to your friend. Which one? Meir's Lado. What kind of shake are you talking about? Just like a, just a little shake? Or? Yeah. yeah. You say anything? Not in each direction? Yeah, you say yeah, a yeah, 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 Why don't we do it like we do at the Why don't we do it like we do the law? Because we don't. Here. Yesh. May Sirmistam Minimia Lexus have a good rubbish. I checked the Islam. Yesh name Lex Dalmin Agmar Mirs a shan of Indian Zero Satchel of them. go to the end, by Kaddish. Yes, that's just what you pick it up. Isn't Chibat means slamming? No, look in Rashi. Do we say Chavot Rami? I think when we throw it on top of the arch. That's what Rashi said. You're right, the arch will not say it, and it should. Um, one second. Let's, 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 let's be clear. Chavot Rami, Rashi translated as shaking. Nanua, right? I'm talking about back in the thing. It's when the thing comes and slams down by the wall. Chavot is a lush enough coming down and slamming. No, so, that's a, so the Rambam says... The Rambam says chavit means that, like that word chavata. That word slam it on the ground. The Ramah says that you do both shitas. You do shitas Rashi Nanua, and you do shitas Ram and you do shitas Rambam of chayvta neisel gabekarka. But you have to do both. No one knows this, and I know I see why. Um, I, I don't have the address for the Ramah written down. I will, uh, I will get it for you tonight. You have the address for Archibald? The Archibald is missing. The Archibald is no, no, no address found. Return to sender. But, <laughs> but notice, the Rambam translates... Notice, if you learn this Gemara, you, you come finish this Gemara, and like everyone in the world does it wrong. Where did they come up with this hitting thing anyway? It's not mentioned in Gemara Rashi Taisis. It's a Rambam. The, since when do we pass like the Rambam? The Rambam says to do both. That's where it comes from. To do both nanua, so, so when you pick up your set of aravis, which we pass in like the Ramah, because of the Ran, has to be kosher aravis. But we said yesterday it could be bound with a rubber band, because we brought from the Sharetzia <coughs> that there's no that there's no um, chatzitza by the aravis, and he was medayik that from the fact that. You could have been Yetzir with Arav and the Lulav, except that you can't be Yetzir with Arav and the Lulav. But Al-Chatzitza, it's not a problem. <laughs> so this is where our whole minute comes from. We pick up the Aravis, which are kosher, because of this run. Then it's wrapped in a rubber band because of the Sharetzian's diak from Rashi last night. We shake it because of this Rashi, and we slam <laughs> it on the ground because of this Rambam. And that's all, that's the whole minute. And then why are we, there's no sheet or anything like that at five, or is it? Five arovas or five slappings is from, you know, mystical sources. Well, shaking is also from mystical sources. No, nope, Rashi says Nanua. I know, but that, not, not the Minigisrael. It's not the Minigisrael. 
to shake it. To shake it. Yeah, Poik Chazi. Maybe because you don't eat Maluch, maybe it's like shaking. When you say it, it's automatic. It's on your way down. I hear. I hear. I hear. I hear. That could be. Anyway, plus they said, I know you anyway do it as you go. I hear. I hear. Very good. And that's where that comes from. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Right here. You shake it? Oh, yeah, the seeds, the app is I never saw him on Hashan Rabba. He, he comes back for Hashan Rabba. He's, he stays up all night and learns Hashan Rabba. Stands. He has a place. He's like 80. He learned to holy shana rabba night, <laughs> and he flew back from Israel that day every year. Right. And it's, it's like clear. It's easier. It's during the day from Israel. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he came back from Israel. I, I learned during the day or the night. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay, now that we brought up this Ivoy standing in front of Rabbi Lazar Bert Sadik, it brought up some other Shilas and Halacha, which we're going to talk about right now, but that's the entire connection to what we're talking about. That's why we just did a little summary on our Rava, because we're about to go to other cities. You want to know why? Because they're Ivoy in front of Rabbi Lazar Bert Sadik. Omar Ivoy. Havakim the Kamid Rabbi Lazar Bert Sadik. I was once standing in front of Rabbi Lazar Bert Sadik. Gavra. A person came in front of him and he asked him the following questions. Amalei Kiryaisa Isli. I have many cities. I made real estate mobile. In Vegas. Uh, he goes to Vegas for his convention. But he, he has many cities not in Vegas. They're like in like uh, Howard County and Camden, New Jersey. Kermaya um, Isli. I have in my cities vineyards. And Zaysaya Isli. And I also own olive trees. And the residents of my city, during Shemitah, they plug up holes around the roots of my grape vineyards. That's a, called kishkush. That's a farming activity of protecting the roots on my vineyards. And as payment for the farming work that they did in fixing my vineyards, they helped themselves to olives. And as we will see in a minute, he is not asking the Shemitah Shaila about fixing the vineyards. That we will see soon is mutter during Shemitah. Why is it mutter to fix? We'll see why in Shemitah. Huh? To maintain, exactly, exactly. But what he is asking of Lazarus is about using Shemitah olives for payment. 
that you're not allowed to use schayra like we had in the Gemara, the third paragraph, you're not allowed to use Shemitah fruit as currency. So his shayla was, is it correct what they're doing by taking olives as payment? So he said, he said, is it proper or improper? It's not, it's not proper. Proper, but, Aser. It's, yeah, it's, it's Aser. Yeah, it's Aser. We see Rashi says Aser. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Rashi says, Aser. <laughs> says the Gemara, um, so he, he, he walked away from him. Omar, or Belaz, the commented, I was diary living this land in this city for 40 years I've been a Pisic here and I did not see a person that goes in the proper way I didn't see as a proper halacha adhering person fine person like this like this guy in my 40 years I haven't seen such a proper, um, you know, mavakish Hashem. So the guy listened. Then he came back, uh, uh-oh, what should I do? Hodr Vasi came back from like my Mavin. So what should I do? Meaning like, I'm already too deep into this. Like they're doing the work for me. I can't tell them I'm not paying them because then they'll be mad at me. So, so what do I do? In other words, help me. I got to pay them. And like they're used to getting their schar from... Um, from the Alp, you know, I was just in a hotel, so the hotel you could arrange with like the service, babysitting. So we get, we get this babysitter by the Seder, and um, great news is she's Jewish. <laughs> so so uh, you know, she told my wife, the reason she couldn't come last is because she made a Seder by her grandmother in Philadelphia. So, so we have like money in the cabinet for her, for the babysitter to take. So Moise is like, could I take, could I show her the money? I said, yes, you show her the money. She said, but she's Jewish. I said, and she drove here. At this point, you can't be a god. You know what I mean? It's like, you just show her the money. She drove here. What can I do? You know, like, I'm not going to cheat her her money. So he said, listen, at this point, I'm sorry. I got these guys into it. How am I going to pay them? How am I going to pay them their schar? What should I do? So he says, I'm only my Evan. I'm only after Zesaya L'chashuchaya. I'll tell you what you should do. I'll tell you what you should do. Um, be mafkir the the um, the olive trees to aniim. Chasuchaya, like probably the right word is chasuchaya. Like chosach means missing. Give the olive trees to poor people, and then tell you because I don't own them anymore. They're 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 hefker. and give cash to the workers that worked in your in your vineyards because you're allowed to pay cash for services during shemitah. If it's mutter during Shemitah, you can pay cash for it. But you've got to stop using Parish Vias for Schar. So, so mafkir the Paris. This way, it's not your issue anymore. Tell the work, it's not mine. I can't pay you from there. If they take it, that's their business, and pay them cash. Did he use the olives as substitute for cash? He was. Couldn't. I'm saying he couldn't. <laughs> no, he you can't. Pay. You can't use Parish Vias no, for Schar. He probably couldn't pay cash. Meaning... No, I mean, he had cash and he owned cities. What did he say? Didn't he figure that? That's me. It's Usher, so you have to pay cash, obviously. You don't, something yeah, else. You don't need a, this is not much of an answer. No, no, it's not a helpful answer. But he knew he could handle it. Yeah, but you don't need to make it hefker to do that. 
you anyway need to make your olives hefker. Because otherwise they're going to continue to take schar from there. No, so make, they are paying you with money. And what do you need? What do you need to make it hefker? So that they'll stop doing that. You know, <laughs> make sure you make sure they don't give it to me. If you if you're mafkarit, are they allowed to eat from it? Hundred percent. So if they don't know that you were mafkarit, so they'll still take the schar from there. You won't have to give them cash. And but then you will be benefiting from parish meat like we had in the third parish. Even though you were mafkarit, so they're getting yeah. paid. They're getting paid double basically. Yeah. So now the Gemara gets back to the issue of the actual proof, you know, <laughs> fixing the roots. Vikashkushi Mishari, plugging holes in roots, is that permissible during Shemitah? Vatanya, we learned some of Furish and Pasik. Vashvias, the seventh year, Tishmetena Unitashta. Those are both different conjugations of the verb, leave it alone. Let it be Shavis. So the Gemara says two different drushes. Tishmetena. Leave it fallow, melekashkesh, from plugging holes. Unitashta, and let it be fallow, melesakel, from removing rocks from the dirt. In other words, you're not allowed to remove dirt, uh, the rocks that prevent proper growth. That's also a farming activity. So we see they're both usr. Namely, we see this act that they were doing, kishkush, is mutter. Is usr, I'm sorry. Says the Gemara, Well, there's two kinds of kishkush. One is plugging up holes, which is mutter, because all you're doing is preventing the tree from dying, which means if the roots are exposed, then air gets to it, it dries out, and the tree dies. So during Shemitah, no one ever said, you have to let your trees die. You're not allowed to farm them, you're not allowed to improve them, but no one ever said, you have to let your trees die. So if there's an exposed root, and all they're doing is covering the root from being exposed and preventing the tree from dying, that's mutter during Shemitah. And what the other kind is avruye ilni, strengthening the trees. Says the Gemara, avruye ilni is aser, strengthening the trees, that's aser. Stume pili is shari. Plugging the holes, which is just preventing death, that is, that's permissible. And let's just do one little last Gemara that's also off the top. Omar Aiva, he says, Aiva, Mishra Mulazim, we're tzaddik. Al Yahalach Adam Ba'arvish Habasis. A person is not allowed to travel on Friday. Yaisim Regimel Parsais. More than three miles. Because he's going to come home, he's going to come home, and, and he's going to not have any food for Shabbos. So rather than travel a long distance on Friday, stop where you are and start preparing Shabbos food for where you are, rather than coming in two minutes before Shabbos and not having food. So you're not going to travel a distance greater than three parcels, which is three times 72 minutes, on Friday, Samach to Shabbos. What time, three times 72 is how many hours? It's uh, 
takes three hours, 15 minutes. Right. Meaning, if let's say Shabbos is 7 o'clock, you can't leave to New York at 3.45. That would be awesome. That's what the Gemara said. It's awesome. It's, it's, it's not, out, well, well, um, no, it's not a derais. Mamash Drabana. I guess we'll do this tomorrow because we're getting into discussion. It's out to make sure that there's food at your destination. You just have to make sure there's food. You're not a hotel. Huh? Oh, so that, that's Mamash next week. We'll, we'll save it for tomorrow. But that's Mamash next tomorrow. The Gemara says, Oh, if you have food with you, 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 you have it at home. It has to do with, you know. it has to do with like, having stuck. Yeah.